0: of Round Pick, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. Today, Jennifer Crawford of Social Media Rescue is back in the studio, or back online with us again. This time, we're going to talk about podcasting for corporate.
1: Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hi, Lorraine. Thanks for having me back. I can't wait.
0: Oh, this is cool because this is a really different topic. It's not. It's certainly not something I ever thought about, but you have seen a lot of larger corporations using podcasting, not as a marketing tool, but an internal communication tool. What's that all about?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I, I think you know, uh, although your uh, listeners might not know, I, I'm involved with Podbean, which is a, a podcast hosting company. They're, they're a client of mine. And for the past couple of years, I've been working closely with them as they've developed this enterprise solution. And the reason they started developing it is that a couple of years ago, corporate America started getting turned on to podcasts as a way to improve their internal communications within their company. And I think they were also getting some demand from the modern workforce because the modern workforce is used to on-demand content. They don't like having to dial into a conference call at a specific day or time to get their company training or the company information. And so the companies were coming to us wanting the flexibility of the podcast medium, but having a unique need in that they wanted it to be secure and private. So this, this was a challenge because you needed to guarantee, we needed to guarantee the security while also providing this flexible platform. So it w- it's been interesting to see how they've been using it. So not only have they been using it for internal, like general communications, but uh, they've used podcasting as a way to give their employees a more flexible training platform. So if they've got you know representatives or salespeople, sales teams in the field, they can take advantage of what they call windshield time So their employees can be absorbing their training materials on the road while they're commuting, while they're washing dishes, you know, fully taking advantage of that flexibility. And then they've also been using it to impact company culture. So one example, we had a bank and I can't say what bank, but they had acquired a lot of other banks and they were having some disconnect with the company culture because not everybody was on the same page, email, newsletters weren't cutting it. They needed a way to deliver the message and mission of the company in a way that was effective. And so podcasting ended up being a great answer to that problem because the leadership in their company could actually be talking and speaking to the ears of their employees and communicate what their company was about and and get sort of everybody on the same page and and calm down from the, the turmoil of all of those acquisitions. I thought that was a really interesting way to, to use the medium.
0: Absolutely. And I think one of the things that you're really tapping into is the power of the spoken word. You know, when you're talking about emails and newsletters, written content can be subject to a lot of interpretation, where I think as people can hear your voice, they can hear the lilt when you're being a little bit, maybe funny, they get a sense of who you are as a person. They can hear some of the passion that that someone has around a topic. And I think it's, it's just way more engaging than sending out another email and hoping I open it.
1: Well, yeah, you make a great point. And not only are people reading less, but as the companies can't really track, they might be able to track that you've opened the newsletter, but they don't really know how much of that you've read. Where with the podcasting, we have the ability to give them some granular data. So not only can they tell who's been listening, but they can tell how long they've listened and, and actually use that data to improve their content. And uh, it gives them some real important intel into the, the behavior of their employees with the communications that they're delivering. So So that's been really exciting. And it's also nice to just be able to make a very large organization feel a little smaller. Mm -hmm. So we have, you know, we've seen some companies with international, large international teams, and they're able to communicate and share things that are going on in various divisions and offices and do that, like, instantaneously. So it just brings that intimacy to a large organization that. We sometimes miss when we grow and, and get uber successful. Mm-hmm. We usually lose something in the process, and it's usually that, that intimacy that, that you have with a smaller company.
0: Absolutely. I think also I want to go back and, and touch on something that I think has relevance for companies of all sizes, The that idea that podcasts give you a way to provide on-demand information to an audience. People are listening to podcasts, when they're out for a walk, when they're driving in the car, when they're riding on the subway. And whether it is a large corporation trying to drive a single message or a small business, the opportunity to put those audio messages in front of your community are just hugely powerful.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, I... You know, I would encourage any company, you don't have to be a large company, even a, a small company can can take advantage of the opportunity here to really have a cohesive workforce, you know, communicate the things you need to communicate in a in a quick, effective way. And like you said, having the voices in your in your ears so that you can really feel and interpret the message properly and not misinterpret an email that might come across as cold or unfeeling or abrupt. Mm-hmm. You don't have that concern when you're actually hearing somebody's voice. There's a lot of benefits to take away from from the podcast medium. So
0: as, they're, as you're going through this, are there challenges on the other side as corporations try to make this shift?
1: Oh, definitely. There's definitely some challenges because there are so many options of how you... Well, one challenge is organizing content. So some companies, they have various departments. Uh, do we want to roll it out to this department first or that department? Do we want to do all the departments at once? How are we going to make sure the adoption rate is what we what we want? Um, and, and expect from this investment into this podcasting program. So there's those challenges. And also, you know, who's going to take take the lead role? Because the companies that are doing this, they're all doing this for the very first time. So all of a sudden, there are new positions that are coming about, new responsibilities, roles to be filled that didn't need to be filled before somebody decided to do this. And, and also, there's a creative element. How creative do we want to be? Do we want to have the CEO say a few words every once in a while? Do we want to celebrate somebody's accomplishments? Do we want to have a regular segment where we interview one of our employees? There there's so many ways to go that I think sometimes that alone can be overwhelming, and they're not sure exactly how to start. So what we're seeing is that they're starting slow, and they're and they're... They're starting with a, a pilot program and seeing how the go that goes and test the waters. And more often than not, they, they expand the program from there pretty quickly. Awesome. I think yeah.
0: I think one of the things I love about this is with podcasts, for the most part, it's a much looser format. I remember way, way back in my corporate days, we tried to launch, if you could imagine, our own TV network, and we were shooting video that we would then send out to our customers and our sales force and the amount of preparation and kind of creating a rigid format that all the shows had to be exactly the same length and exactly the same way kind of locked us into something that was not manageable. But I think the fluid nature of podcasts, the fact that we're now seeing shows that run five minutes and 50 minutes and people accept that, gives companies a lot of flexibility to tailor messages and tailor the podcast to the specific message.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're so right about that.
0: Awesome. I can't believe we, we have just flew through the time once again and we are wrapping up. But Jennifer, if people want to know a little bit more about this or a little bit more about you, where
1: should they go? Yeah, sure. Uh, you can reach me uh, via Podbean. It's jennifer at podbean.com. And if you go to podbean.com, uh, there is a, there's information on their enterprise product at the bottom of the page. I encourage you to check it out if, um, if you're considering it for your business. They're, they're a great company and they've put a lot of, lot of effort into to polishing this product up really nicely. So I'm really proud of it.
0: Awesome. Thank you again. I always, always, always love when we have a chance to have a conversation. Oh, same here, Lorraine. Thank you so much. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you're curious about other topics related to marketing and communications, be sure to read our blog at roundpeg.biz and look for More Than a Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.